Welcome to Exploring the Seasons of Life podcast. I'm your host, Cindy McMillan, life and well-being coach for women, and I'm thrilled to have you here today. We're diving into our new series, Holistic Living, Embracing Wholeness in Everyday Life. Holistic living is not some fancy buzzword. It's like coming home to yourself, body, mind, heart, and soul. Imagine showing up for yourself in every way possible, like you're your own best friend, therapist, chef, and personal cheerleader. It's about nurturing all those parts of you that make you, well, you. Now wholeness, that's where the magic sparkles. It's embracing your stories, your scars, your stumbles, and your soaring moments, and realizing they're all essential brushstrokes that create your masterpiece. You're not a puzzle with pieces missing. You're a tapestry woven from the threads of your experiences. Holistic well-being isn't about overloading your schedule. It's about savoring every experience, every breath, and every moment. And I am so thrilled to introduce my guest. Joyce Jimenez is a dedicated entrepreneur and wellness advocate. As the owner of True Wellness Brevard, a renowned yoga and wellness studio, she has passionately guided individuals on their journeys to better health and mindfulness. In addition to her studio, Joyce is also the visionary behind Detox Energy Greens, a natural supplement company that promotes holistic vitality. With a profound commitment to holistic living, Joyce continues to inspire and empower others to achieve balance and wellness in their lives. Welcome to the show, Joyce. I am so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. That was so beautiful. I I normally start off with what does exploring the seasons of life mean to you personally or in your business? I just find that question just kind of like opens up so many different possibilities. Yes, definitely. So for me, when I think about the seasons, I think about change. And living in Florida, we don't always get to see the changes of the seasons, but we definitely experience the change that comes with it in our personal life and in our life in general. So for me, when I think about the seasons, I think about the ebb and the flow. I think about changes. I think about how nothing is ever constant, even though sometimes we would like for things to be or to stay a little bit more regular or calm at certain times, but that's just not the way that life goes. That is absolutely so true. And as you said, ebb and flow immediately, because I'm also in Florida, you're my yoga instructor. (laughs) I immediately thought of the ocean, how it comes in and flows out. Ebb and flow. Yes. What inspired you to start True Wellness Brevard and your Detox Energy Greens. I mean, which one came first? So Detox Energy Greens came first. I started that business six years ago, and it started because I was looking for a way to heal my body because I was experiencing a lot of health issues that I couldn't get the answers to what was actually occurring in my body. So I was introduced to a more holistic aspect. And when I started to take herbs and heal my body, I knew that there was more to this style of healing. 
it was more than just the herbs. So I started to practice yoga and mindfulness and I, that journey started basically detox energy greens and my yoga journey were very much hand in hand. I think they, they kind of meshed together. So I've had detox greens for six years, but I technically have been practicing yoga for the past 10 years and teaching. And in true wellness Brevard, is that your first studio? So I technically had a studio space before, but never my own brick and mortar business, you know, that was mine. That was that that this is a new journey for sure. A new season. <laughs> a new season. <laughs> so can you can you kind of like kind of walk us through that personal journey of opening your first brick and mortar business? Yeah, it was extremely scary (laughs) and intimidating because one thing about entrepreneurship is that you have to deal with yourself, your own limiting beliefs, your own fears, your own restrictions. And you also, in that, realize like, oh my gosh, like I got a lot of things that I have to work on in order to be able to hold this type of space in order to hold this, this magnitude, because it's more than just having a location. It's knowing that, okay, this location is going to have people entering into, you know, so it's being able to hold them also within the space. So it was very scary. I mean, I had to really do a lot of internal work throughout the process. Um, What was interesting was that when we originally signed the lease, the unit was completely empty. It was concrete. There was no paint on the walls. But when I looked at it, I saw it and I was like, oh my gosh, this is it. This is the the little space that I need right here. And it took them about nine months in order to fully have it ready, which was a lot longer than we had anticipated waiting for. But in those nine months, I was able to truly reflect on myself, prepare, feel more confident, and really step into it with a different type of mindset. And then even then, when I did step into it, it was still scary and still had a whole lot of, you know, roller coaster emotions to go with it as well. Yeah, I did not realize that part of it, that it took nine months to build out the space. Mm -hmm. So Joyce, I can only imagine that gave you ample opportunity to think about it, but also to let those fears rise up. So I can see that, that in, inner work that you were probably having to go through. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It was a lot of inner work during that time. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. You know, I want to I jump over to this question because it's something that's just really... It's really on my mind because it's something personal to me, and it's the hips. Okay. We're talking about hips. Now, I have a day job where I sit at a computer all the time. I commute two hours a day. I'm sitting. And then at night and on the weekends, I'm I'm building my podcast and my coaching business. So, again, a lot of sitting. Yeah. So, (laughs) I remember when I first started coming to you, I honestly felt like I couldn't move. Like, I was just, like, stiff all over. Mm -hmm. So, what is the role of hips in yoga? 
and the significance of hip flexibility and strength in a yoga practice. And again, this is all personal questions that I have, but I'm sure there's other people that are really intrigued about the hips. Yes, absolutely. Well, one of the most common uh, ailments or things that you hear someone complain about is the tightness of their hips or their shoulders or their neck. And so predominantly it's because we sit, you know, uh, we're driving a lot, like you said, all these different things to where it's a, a lack of movement. And so our culture has almost been programmed to have this lack of movement throughout our days. And, you know, we have, we're now coming up with creative ways to start to move and incorporate movement throughout the day, but sometimes that's not always as accessible. So being able to move your body in these ways, you start to notice, oh my gosh, I didn't realize I was so tight. I didn't realize I was holding so much here. I didn't understand or know that, you know, the lack of movement was causing these type of um, discomfort going on. So another aspect of it is that, you know, we carry a lot of emotion in our body. They say that trauma is stored and held in our body. And until we're able to release that energy and move our body, it stays stuck. So I always think about the areas, what areas in our bodies feel the most stuck? Is mm -hmm. it, you know, our upper? Is it our lower? And a lot of the times with our lower being a woman, you know, we, we, we carry children and we carry the weight of the world. You know, we're always so giving and so helpful to everybody in our lives that bringing the focus back to self and back to the womb and back to the hips is able to then have a sense of release. So sometimes in, in a yoga class, people will say, wow, we were holding that hip stretch for so long and I started to cry or I started to feel all of this discomfort. And it's because the body is trying to let go. The body's trying to, to release what it's been holding onto for so long. Yeah, I know this week our class was a yin yoga style. Yes. I want you to snow. I slept like a baby when I got yes. home. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> well, thank you for talking about you know, the hips in yoga, because that's something I, I knew I wanted to ask you. Yes. <laughs> so how does holistic health, or let me rephrase it, what does holistic wellness mean to you in terms of how it plays a role in the yoga studio? Yes. Yeah, so when I was starting True Wellness, I, you know, I didn't have a name for it for months. I didn't know exactly what I wanted to call it or anything. But all I knew was that I saw all these different wellness places and things be advocated for. And I would look into what they would offer into the different offerings that would encompass wellness. And for me, it wasn't true wellness because holistic wellness is completely different than some of the more modern style forms of wellness that people consider to be wellness right now. And for me, holistic wellness was more of like, okay, how do I heal internally, my physical, my, my, my body? How do I heal my, my mind, my, my heart, my soul, and doing it in a more holistic way? So with food, with mindfulness, with prayer, with meditation, different tools that are just all encompassing and holistic. 
Yeah, and and that's one of the reasons I decided to do this series and call it what I'm calling it around the journey and the holistic well-being and the holistic living is because I see that that whole holistic living piece, just as you said, the body, mind, and the spirit. We are yeah. all interconnected. It's not just the body or not just Correct. the mind. It's everything. Everything, yes, absolutely. And sometimes, you know, for, for some of us, we'll focus on one more than the other. So a lot of the time, somebody will focus on going to the gym and getting fit and putting all of their energy into that aspect of physical movement. But then what about the mental? What about the emotional? What about the other internal work that's not necessarily being dealt with? So I think, and then vice versa, sometimes they deal with the internal and not the physical. And so to me, it's like it, you have to have all of it, all of the above. Yeah, I, abs- I absolutely agree because I can sometimes be more on the internal. You know, I'm always, you know, doing my inner work and the prayer yeah. and the meditation. And that physical can, can sometimes be the last piece that I work on, but I'm trying to be more integrative with all of it now. Yes, yes, that's beautiful. So Detox Energy Greens, that's your natural supplement company. So now you did talk about what motivated you to create it. But how does it set? Or let me rephrase that again, what sets your products apart from other products in the market? So I worked in a health food store for many years. And so I saw the different products that were out in the market. And for me, I noticed that a lot of the companies, even though they were offering amazing products, it was also still about the money. So in business, obviously, the one of the main focus is the money. But for me, it wasn't so much about the money. It was the fact that I wanted to create a product that had all the ingredients that somebody would need to detox and to feel more energy and to restore their body with superfoods. So I wanted to make make it easy, make it to where they could be consistent on it, and to make it taste fairly good. Because a lot of products, you know, with herbs and stuff, they don't always taste the best to a lot of people. So my main goal was to create something that somebody can go to and know, okay, I'm going to be able to detox my blood, my organs, my endocrine system, my digestive system, and also restore my body with superfoods so that I, that way I'm not deplenishing everything and I'm also feeling revitalized at the same time. So for me, creating Detox Greens was like, okay, this has everything that somebody would need all in one to feel good. Now, you mentioned um, detox, and can you just talk just a little bit, Joyce, about how important detoxing is to our body? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, if you think about it, we're constantly putting things into our body. Even if we eat the absolute healthiest that we could possibly eat, we're still intaking a lot of stuff, whether it's dairy or meat or sugar Um, our body's taking in a lot and sometimes our digestive system needs a little bit of support and oftentimes because we're not getting as much movement and also because our body just needs a little bit more support with everything that it's having to break down also with processed foods as well 
So adding in some herbs to gently detox just helps your body get more into a nice flow to where instead of holding everything stuck inside of the body, you're able to just release, release anything that's no longer serving you. So I, you know, I see these detoxes that sound pretty harsh that are out on the market. So yeah. what I'm, what I think I'm hearing you say is yours is just more of a gentle everyday detox. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. A lot of the times, you know, uh, people would ask like, oh, I need a detox. Like, you know, once they're at that, like final stage of like, I feel like hell, my, I'm bloated, my stomach hurts. Like I can't use the bathroom, all these different things. And then they're like, okay, now I should probably detox. But the thing with detoxing is you want to be able to do it on a more consistent and regular basis. So it doesn't shock your body because sometimes people would say, oh my gosh, if I do a detox, like, am I going to be able to leave the house for three days? You know, can I, can I still do my daily life with having this detox? And the answer is yes. Like you're meant to still have a healthy digestive system that needs to function, but sometimes you just need a little bit more support. That's one of the, and I just want to put a plug in for your studio. Not only is it a wonderful studio, but you have <laughs> your products there and jewelry yeah. and different things. So you've, if anybody's looking to come find your detox um, energy greens, you've got them right there. Yes. And I also <laughs> sell them online too. So they're on the website. So. Uh, okay, great. So can you just share some key principles or practices from yoga and holistic living that anyone can incorporate into their daily lives, regardless of their experience level. Maybe give us a couple for somebody who's at the very beginning, they're just starting to um, explore, and then maybe somebody who's a little bit more advanced. Yes. Yeah, so when, if for somebody that's wanting to start out with a more holistic practice and get introduced to yoga, one of the first things that I would recommend is to focus on your breath. So the breath is one of the most important key factors in your yoga practice and truly in your life in general. Just sitting down, you know, at work in your day to day life, taking a deep breath. You know, and sometimes we forget to do that. And oftentimes in a yoga class, I'll remind, breathe, take a deep breath, you know, and, and it's because we're so used to just moving, moving, moving that we forget to relax. We forget to slow down, we forget to breathe deeper. And um, I think that part of it is what kind of gets our mind racing because we're forgetting that we need to ground ourselves down into the present moment. Mm -hmm. And that, yeah. would, that would even say for an advance too, you know, I think that's just a constant continuous thing in our life that we always have to come back to is always coming back to the breath. Yeah, I was just going to mention Joyce, you know, you do say that you do remind us to breathe. And I'll sometimes go, Oh, yeah, I'm not breathing. Let me breathe. Let me breathe. <laughs> yeah. She's reading my mind. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And do you have anything else for maybe a um, more advanced, somebody more advanced? I think with more advanced, it's still coming back to the same basics and the same principles of coming back to focusing on yourself, focusing on your breath 
And oftentimes, you know, we have certain tools that we go to in our lives. So for some of us, you know, we'll automatically go to meditation or we'll go straight to yoga or certain things that have worked for us before because we've known, okay, this has helped me at this time in my life. But just like we were talking about the seasons, sometimes new seasons require new practices. So for somebody that's been practicing a certain style of yoga, let's say Bikram, which is a very high intensity style of yoga, uh, maybe now they start to explore a more yin focus, restorative, more about the slowing down and the mindfulness. So I think oftentimes is when we get so stuck in our certain ways and what has worked for us, we forget to also explore what else is out there that we could also benefit from as well. Yeah, I think we get into our comfort zones. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we get really comfortable and and sometimes don't look for something new to try. And I will tell you, Joyce, that's one of the things about the this series in particular that I'm really wanting to get across, because I'm having a variety of different practitioners, is maybe for the people who are listening to us, that maybe he's never tried yoga, for example, go, oh, I want to go try yoga or somebody who's never tried a sound bath or, or Reiki or something like that to just to kind of put it out there. There's a lot of other things to look at. Absolutely. Yes. Well, I would love to spend the next, I don't know, five or 10 minutes talking about being a successful entrepreneur, because whether you have a yoga business and coaching or you're building a coaching business or whatever it may be we're entrepreneurs at heart we all have the (laughs) kind of all going through the same thing so what advice do you have for aspiring wellness advocates and business owners looking to make a positive impact in the wellness industry and that can be from you know tips and tricks that you've had building your Um, brick and mortar to, um, I know, for example, you had a networking event. Yes. Yeah, definitely. So I think it's always being able to um, tap into your creativity. And um, sometimes when we get into business, can you hear me okay? Because it's starting to rain a little bit. I can hear you, but I can tell you're sitting outside. Yes. Do you (laughs) you prefer me to move inside real quick? So yeah. Can you do that real quick? Yep. I know, and people can't see us, but you and I can see each other. I was able to see your beautiful cat. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh, yeah, there. There we go. Okay, perfect. So, um, So, I'm sorry. What was the question again? It's just talking about being a successful entrepreneur and your advice for aspiring um, wellness advocates, people who really want to make an impact, a positive impact in the wellness industry. Yes. So with entrepreneurship, a lot of it is based off of your own mindset and your own creativity. Basically, you're the one that navigates the ship and the sails. You navigate everything. So it's very important to notice what areas am I blocked in? What areas do I need to put more work into? So whether it's your financial aspect, whether it is your discipline with your time management skills, or whether it's the fact that you're standing in your own way because you don't necessarily truly believe at a core level that you can do this. And oftentimes, 
those things don't come up until we're in the thick of it, until we're faced with a challenge right in front of us. So I would say to look at the areas in your life that you are struggling with, because those are the areas that you possibly need a little bit more support in. So whether it's seeking someone externally that's possibly like a coach or a therapist or a mentor or a really good friend or family member that you can trust and confide in, or whether it's starting to do different internal work like getting a book and doing a course or something that's going to help to dismantle those blocks and those beliefs that you have within yourself. Because once you start to work on those truly and effectively, you're going to notice that you're skyrocketing in other areas. And in those areas specifically, you're growing in. So you're doing, in a sense, better mentally, emotionally, um, hell, even physically, if that's you know the avenue. But I think a lot of it is the fact that there's blocks that we kind of overlook And then because of those blocks that we're not necessarily going into, it's holding us back to from our next level. And entrepreneurship is us. So it is our next level. You know, I've always heard that being an entrepreneur is just like personal development on steroids. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, when I first started my journey and my entrepreneurship, uh, tools were mainly all personal development in the very masculine way. You know, so I was reading a lot of Grant Cardone and a lot of Jim Rohn and Tony Robbins. And then I realized I was like, Oh my gosh, this masculine style of um, doing business isn't necessarily working for me. So then I started to incorporate more feminine practices. And I really started to then engage in that. And I think just throughout time, putting them all together, and realizing, okay, this is what is working for me. And then here are areas where I can still work on and improve a little bit more as well. Could you just talk a little bit about more feminine practices? Because I think a lot of us get into that masculine um, energy when we're trying to build a business, push, 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 go, go, go. Mm -hmm. And there's got to be a better way. Yes. <laughs> so I, I honestly am a firm believer of intertwining both your feminine and your masculine. And I believe that you need the masculine structure to then have your feminine flow. And oftentimes what I have seen a lot in the holistic industry or even more of this more spiritual industry is that a lot of the times people will focus on more of the feminine the flow, the creativity, the, you know, I want to serve the world and I want to serve my community. And that's beautiful. But you also need the masculine structure to then be able to flow in a, in a, in a safe container. And so I had a coach that one time said that the masculine is like the river bank and the feminine is the river. She is the flow. And you need the bank to hold the flow of the water or else that water is just going to flow and go crazy everywhere. And so we need the balance of the two. And I think a lot of the times, even though even some will maybe get focused more on the feminine aspect of it, others will also, like you said, focus more on the masculine, the go, 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 push, push, push. And then the self-care gets taken 
back or gets on the back burner. And and that's okay. You know, we got to have grace with ourselves and know that at the end of the day, we're trying and we're doing our best and we're putting our energy to to try to do the best that we can to offer our offerings to the world. But there's also a side of it that we have to have compassion and un, and know that this is all part of the journey and we're figuring it out and, and having some grace in that process. Oh, Joyce, what you just said, that is like gold to every entrepreneur <laughs> listening to this. That's fabulous. Do you have any last thoughts or anything that you want to share? Maybe something I haven't asked you before I get to our final um, question. Not that I can think of. All right. So my final question is, what would you thank your 18-year-old self for? So for me, at 18 years old, I just had a child. I was 17 and pregnant and 18 as a new mom, single mom at that. So at that stage of my life, there was so much purpose for wanting to be better and do better because I had a child that I knew would, that was part of my life now. And so it motivated me and inspired me. And he's my reason he's 16 now <laughs> but he's my biggest reason why you know as to what I I do what I do and he's grown up with me throughout this time my he's seen my entire healing journey all of these years because I was not I'm not the same person I am today as I was when I was 18 obviously I don't think any of us you know are but that 18 year old me was um motivated she was inspired and she knew that there was more to life and I think that part of myself was starting to come alive back then oh that is so beautiful that put cold chill bumps all over me that's beautiful (laughs) thank you (laughs) and how can people work with you your social media where your studio was located everything about you Yes. So I, my website is detoxenergygreens.com and that is where all of my products are listed and sold. And my studio is located in Palm Bay, Florida, and I am open for services and classes. Um, but I also do one-on-one sessions. So if anybody just needs some more direction in their life or wants to plug in and get to the next level, whether it's entrepreneurship or physically, mentally, um, I definitely am here for that as well. So my Instagram is Joycey J, also True Wellness Brevard and Detox Energy Greens. So I got a, quite a few handles there. <laughs> and I'll make sure all those are in the show notes. And thank you again for being on the podcast. I, I really and truly appreciate it. Thank you for having me. <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I am your host, Cindy McMillan, and my website is CynthiaMacMillan.com. Your support means the world to me, and I'm thrilled to have you as part of our podcast community. If you enjoyed what you heard, I'd be incredibly grateful if you could take a minute 
to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Whether you're a loyal Apple podcast listener, a Spotify enthusiast, or use any other platform, your reviews make a huge difference. Not only do your reviews motivate me to keep creating great content, but they also help others discover the show and become part of our community. So please share your thoughts and feedback. I can't wait to hear from you. And as always, stay tuned for more exciting episodes. Until next time, take care and keep spreading those positive vibes.